At Kroger, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Kroger app and save from wherever today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Today on This Week in Pop, movies! And movie pass. Yes, you can see lots of them. Unlimited, or kind of, maybe, depending on which one you purchase. It might change week to week, you never know. You never know. By the time this podcast comes out, movie pass may be bankrupt. (laughs) We never know. Uh, Plus, Jurassic World is... A Jurassic disappointment. Whoa, I like that. That's today on This Week in Pop. And welcome to This Week in Pop. I'm Tommy West. This Week in Pop. That's not the theme song. We're going to get one. Yeah. I feel like one of these days, we're going to get one. <laughs> it's going to be good. We'll get one. It'll be up hip. It'll be up up tempo and hip yeah. for the kids. I'm Maxwell. Uh, Tommy West. Jenna. Oh, do we do that? Uh, Jenna is not here. Oh, He's, Jenna, uh, Jenna, Jenna. Weeks. But uh, we'll, you know, I think, we, you know... We are on. Um, we were on a lot of different places where people can hear us, but we're also on iTunes. Um, obviously, that's where most people are Plug. listening to us. Um, they have that you can break our show up into seasons. Really? Yeah. Wow. So right now we're still in season one. I'm like, when do we break into season two? When does that happen? Like, uh, like Whatever NBC, like after six episodes. Eh, let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our tenth episode. So season three. So I episode th- two. Maybe we break. Maybe we break it now. Sure. Or maybe we break it. After next week, we'll play a who done it. Like, where is Jenna? <laughs> and then Jenna will come back, and then we'll we'll do like a recap of where whatever happened. To or her. we completely forget that plot, yeah. get a lot more money, and <gasps> recast, recast in season two. Hello, Jenna. If you're not here next week, you're being recast in season two. Amy Poehler. Yeah. Wow. Well, we who, can't, who, who, who can't get her? Maybe we should. That should be something we talk about at some point. But whether it's today or another episode, best and worst recasts. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, which I think I think really the only ones I know of are like Darren from Bewitched, <laughs> and uh, that's it. That's it. There we, we go. Do some research. We'll get that so, one. I like it. A completed topic. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Jenna's not here, so we can't talk about. Well, we can talk about it, but no, I mean, you don't care. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, I guess I could just leave it at this. Westworld was awesome. <laughs> The end. <clears throat> I just I haven't I haven't watched it. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. When Jenna comes back, you can talk to your your heart's, heart's content. Heart's content. Yes. All right. Well, we'll save it for when Jenna comes back. Thank you. Um. What else is going on in the world of movies? Well, movie pass. Whoa. Which I love yes. talking about because I love I love movie pass. I do. I've I saved love- a ton of money, but the company, it's a mess. They yeah. always say like, oh, we're a startup. You know, we're start trying to get our footing. I mean, they should have it by now. I yeah. mean, they are growing a lot. I think they're at 3 million subscribers now, but there are some new things that have been added yeah. that people are not happy about. I couldn't care because it's it's a matter of like $2. I mean, the biggest thing is this surge pricing. Satters. Satters pricing. Satters. As if uh, the Uber of the yeah. movie world it, during opening weekends or movies they consider to be popular will have a surcharge of maybe 2 or $3. Did, get, wait, did they officially say that's the that's the dollar amount? Or? I don't. I would assume that's what it's going to okay. be. Yeah. Uh, it, it's slowly being rolled out and you also get one peak pass where <laughs> once a month you can you can forego yeah. that surcharge as if you're, the fee is waived yeah and you should be grateful for that but now the one thing i want to mention there because that's the really the only like fee oriented thing they've really implemented or Mm -hmm. are going to implement you know the thing that's frustrating is that 
um, number one, a lot of people have pointed out like, yeah, Uber, it's supply and demand, right? Like there's just not enough taxis or cars to go pick people up. So they surge it because, you know, there's, there's less cars than there are people. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. This, it's not like they're running out of tickets to the movie. I, I mean, I, I, I get that to a point. I mean, opening weekends are higher traffic. Right. And it could be, a, I mean, MoviePass is trying to find ways to make more money to offset their debt, yeah. which is massive. They have yeah. a, a lot of it. And this seems like not the worst way to go about it. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ways besides advertising and data mining, which I don't think can make them a lot of money. Right. Uh, but they added some other th- cool things, like finally you can you can buy a, a ticket for your friend. Right. Through yeah. Movie pass. I did see that. I mean, that's a great thing. I think they're starting to get the electronic uh, purchasing. Like you don't have yeah. to go to the theater to buy the ticket. You can buy it online. Right. But is that what is that what just with the more partnered theaters though? Or? I think so. I, I don't think yeah. AMC has that yet because obviously the other big thing is that AMC yeah. now has their own monthly right. uh, movie pass like thing i think it's called amc a lister or stubs yeah. a lister um uh, i mean i'm a stubs member too yeah i bow every time yeah. they thank the stubs members at the beginning of the movie even though no one else does take a bow everyone i, do. I bow I, I make sure everyone sees yeah. that i am a member i will say the only time i ever enjoyed being a stubs member is i went to the theater and they had at the concession stand they have the regular line <laughs> and the stubs, and the stubs line. line and nobody was on the stubs <laughs> line and the regular line was really Massive. long it always is and i just walked like with my head up held up high and like yeah that's right i'm a stubs member you losers but i feel bad because the people behind the counter have to explain i feel like every five <laughs> yes. minutes why you get to cut that person who's been waiting for I've at least 35 waiting. minutes he just walked up why did you pick why <laughs> sir did he- sir i'm just sorry he is a stubs what stubs Sir, he paid $20 a year. I paid 12 American dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, so are there any other more features of the... Um, Those are the new ones for, for the, movie the movie pass thing. Yeah. But AMC Stubbs, which is a good thing too. Yeah. I think it's $20 a month. You get to see three movies a week, but there's no limit to yeah. which movie you could see. So if you want to see Jurassic World yeah. eight times, you can. With right. movie pass, you can't. Uh, AMC allows you to see their Dolby Cinema, which is a fantastic theater if you haven't yeah. seen it yet. Um, you can see IMAX 3D. It's all included in their their package right um and amc obviously is the most dominant movie theater yeah. i mean uh, we're spoiled being in new york city yeah. it's all amc but yeah. if you're stuck in god knows where minnesota yeah sorry to minnesota <laughs> you might only have one theater chain it might not yeah. be amc yeah so I, I see both sides i don't yeah. know if i'm gonna get both i mean yeah and, and and i think for me is all right so really comparing because it was that other company too that did the unlimited movie thing also is I started with an S I forget the name of it I don't know I'm not sure but they they were a higher price and they also but they did allow you to do like IMAX and 3D movies and stuff like that which mm-hmm. I personally don't care about for me I'm really um in the middle guy like I think you go to the movies a lot a lot I haven't been to the movies in a bit mm-hmm. and movie pass was encouraging me to go to the movies more because I'm like well I have it I might as well take advantage sure. of it but for, they want you like you're right. you're the reason why MoviePass can stay in business. The casual moviegoer yes. who goes maybe once a month at best. Right. I am tanking MoviePass by going twice a week. <laughs> yes. We balance each other out. Yes. Um, but the, and that was the thing, too, is like so MoviePass is still at, at 10 bucks a month. It's unlimited. But with their new updates, even before this one is like, all right, you can only see the same movie once. 
which for me, I was like the one time I really used movie pass a lot was when I went to go see star Wars opening weekend by myself. Mm -hmm. I took my wife to see it another time and I took my son to see it another time. So that's three for the same movie. As of today, you can't, I can't do that. No. And then the other thing to think about there too, is in a given month, how many real movies for someone that's more like my side of casual, how many movies am I are really going to come out in a month that I'm actually going to want to go see. And so like, even like this month and, and you know, a lot better than me is like, all right, so we have uh Jurassic world came out. Um, what like this? Well, last, last week, week uh, you can see Incredibles too. Like the summer, right. the summer is easier. You have a right. lot of options, but then there's stuff like October yeah. where you, you get maybe one at yeah. best. But again, being in New York, New York, we're, we're spoiled yeah. with all yeah. the limited release movies and things that aren't allowed or aren't shown yeah. in middle America because there's no theaters for it. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a location thing. People yeah. have preferences in certain places that are a little better off having right. movie pass. Yeah. I was, I mean, I think, I think for me, that's why if movie pass did like movie pass is like unlimited movies, unlimited movies in reality, if they had just kind of done what, what, what AMC did, which is like, all right, you can see three movies a month, which I know they played around with. They right. Did, yes. Um, that would make more sense to me if I can just see the same movie more than once. It might. I mean, I, I, I get that too. But at the same time, MoviePass is trying to stop people from, they call it scalping. It's yeah. really just buying a ticket for something else. Or right. even in the early days of MoviePass, you could have taken your movie pass, mm-hmm. your your card that they give you and go to CVS yeah. and buy stuff. <laughs> they didn't really monitor yeah. that. And they are now by making yeah. you take a picture of your stub, yeah. trying to prove that you're using this money towards a movie ticket. Yeah. So, um. I will say the the more the thing I'm more interested in though is the recent announcement after so MoviePass made the announcement. Well, let me let me back up. This is the chain of events. AMC came out and said we're introducing our own plan. The next the, that same day, MoviePass is like, "How dare you see they're copying us?" And this is why they were mad at us because they just wanted to copy our model. They were just jealous. A day later. Movie Pass is like they're. Je- By the way, we're gonna make some changes now and charge our our customers some more. And then another couple of days later, and this is the important one to me. If you're a listener of this podcast, Alamo announced their new plan. It's in beta testing in Yonkers, New York, so just <laughs> north of New York City. Um, and there's no real information yet on like uh what the pricing is going to be what the restrictions are going to be at the end of the day though number one they're being really transparent they're actually telling people like hey we're going to test out different prices we're going to test out different restrictions we're going to just play with this and figure out what the best kind of medium is for everyone but at the end of the day too especially a place like alamo which i love because it's it's an experience not just like go sit down watch a movie maybe buy some overpriced popcorn if i go in there for free whether it's movie pass or something else they're going to make money off me on drinks and sure. food and stuff. So really it's like, Hey, want to come to our restaurant for free yeah. and not pay a cover charge? I mean, the beauty of all this is no matter what happens to Alamo or AMC or movie pass, yeah. we win. Yeah. Every movies are going to be cheaper now. Yeah. Whether movie pass goes away or not, tickets are going to be cheaper. Yeah. And that's a great thing because yeah. movies there, it's too expensive. It is. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I mean, you paid maybe at best total $14 for the popcorn and the snacks yeah. and the ticket. Now, if I took my girlfriend to it, I think I'm paying about 60 bucks if I'm yeah. like not using movie pass. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That is. Yeah. And I love that things are starting to change and yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm happy. It's funny too, because I mean, over the past couple of summers before movie pass, every 
article, you know, deadline and variety is like, oh, this, you know, less people, less percentage down from last year. And, and that just kept happening. And, and you go to the theater and unless it's opening weekend, you go to see, you know, you go to see like Guardians of the Galaxy on like the third weekend and then you have the theater mainly to yourself yeah. and they're to blame. It's again, it, it, to your point. It's it's you know there's a I, and I wish I knew more about sports but there's an NFL team um that turned around and just re- reduced their concession prices to like normal prices that aren't gouging their fans like instead of like a seven dollar hot dog they're like no it's a hot dog it's buck fifty whatever two dollars yeah. yeah and and now they're getting more people to come to the stadium because they're like yeah no we'll come to the stadium we'll spend more money because it's in reality less and they're getting more interactions with their fans that way yeah that's sort of what movie theaters needed to do but they when they get less people they're just charging more for everything else and it turned into where you're spending a hundred bucks on a night out to go see a movie that you think sucks at the end of the day anyway which unfortunately this past weekend was jurassic world fallen kingdom oh man it was uh (laughs) i don't know why it's like the terminator they just they keep trying to make it and i don't understand i mean it's a cash cow it it, it makes a ton of money it didn't make what jurassic world made but it tried to be a lot of different things, and there was uh, one aspect of it where, if uh, spoilers, if you haven't seen it yet, the yeah. second half sort of takes place in this in this mansion, the bad guy's mansion. There's a bad guy. I thought the dinosaurs oh, were the bad guy. There's a bad. No, the dinosaurs are just the dinosaurs. Wait, wait. So, could you take a step back and take me through this? So, because he, here's my understanding of it, or here's my expectation of it. What was the second Jurassic Park movie? The uh, Lost World. Is that the one where that's Jeff Goldblum? The dinosaurs come to the mainland. Okay, and have raise havoc, and then they have to go back to the island. Yes. and like like the they're trying. Yeah, this one. That's what I thought this was going to basically it's be. Not. I mean, the basic premise of this one, which again makes no sense. The island is almost becoming inhabitable. They're they 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 want the dinosaurs gone. Okay, people are not happy that the dinosaurs killed a lot of people. <laughs> By going to to look at the dinosaurs on the island, okay, Neb- Nebula. I forgot the name of the the the, the island. Uh, Q, sexy, sexy Chris Pratt and sexy, mm. sexy Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, they are recruited to find uh, Blue, which is the main dinosaur that Chris Pratt cha- uh, trained. Right, his in, little pet in Jurassic World. Mm. Why they need them is beyond me, except to move the plot. Because <laughs> they when they go it. on the island, they're already a massive army getting getting the dinosaurs. Okay, there's a private company that hires Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard to go and collect dinosaurs for humanitarian purposes. Wait a second, it's a little secret, Tommy. Uh-oh. It's not for humanitarian purposes. Is it for military? It's to auction off dinosaurs. Oh no! And make the money. But to who? Who's buying dinosaurs? Uh, generic rich people who are bad guys. There's a whole evil auction that takes place in this in the in the haunted mansion. But this is where they they really messed up. They could have had it be a true horror movie because they had the elements of it. They right. had this horror. They had this mansion. They had these horrible, scary creatures. So where does the mansion come into this? The mansion always comes in, right? <laughs> Don't worry about the mansion. The mansion's fine. Okay. Uh, the dinosaurs get relocated to this mansion to okay. be auctioned off okay. by uh, Toby Jones of <laughs> of <laughs> Captain America, civil, okay. uh, what the first Avenger fame, okay. and uh, they are auctioning off. And Chris and Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard are like, no, dinosaurs should not be auctioned off. So they, you know, set one free, and it oh, raises havoc. Oh. And there's a little girl who's always in danger. So this seems like it goes off the rails. It does. Okay. Yes. And if I'm explaining it poorly, it's because it makes no sense. <laughs> but like, why does, because 
I think the other like Jurassic Park, Lost World movie Which one, had Jurassic that. World or the Lost World Jurassic Park? <laughs> Jurassic World was the Chris Pratt one. Okay. I Lost think, World is the Jeff Goldblum right. one. I think Lost World yeah. had a similar plot where like they hire outside contractors and there's always like the the pseudo bad like we're here to like, you know, take down the dinosaurs. We're hired. We're outside, you know, they're black uniforms, yep. of course. They look like military that spray painted everything with matte black. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's almost disappointing because yeah, sure. That was like what nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, and you can kind of give it away. Like, all right, the nineties, <laughs> the nineties were a weird time. But the uh, the eighteens. Yeah. No. And again, they genetically modified a dinosaur in Jurassic World. They do it again in this one. <laughs> they didn't learn their lesson. No, and they never do, and they never will. Which is why we're going to get a third one of this, and it's going to be the same exact plot. Did, did they set up a, like a like a where the third one might go? Yeah, I don't even want to. I don't even want to go into it. <laughs> Let's just say that there's going to be a lot more genetically modified dinosaurs in our future, but there's also going to be sexy, sexy Chris Pratt. And that makes me happy. I think, I think what's frustrating is like, all right, I go back to the original Jurassic park and uh, essentially what that really was, was a, a very unique horror film. Sure. I mean, we didn't notice it as kids. We're like dinosaurs, but it was a unique horror film. There's like a, a, you know, a, theme park that it just turns into chaos and, and, and yeah. the animals get loose. It's like the worst zoo ever. Yes. Um, it's but Harambe, it, that, but, but, the, but, the, but the issue is that keeps happening, right? There's no more originality in this franchise, but that's why I also, I, that's why I think the only thing I did like about lost, wait, no, which the, one the Jurassic world, the new the Chris Pratt, the last one. The Chris Pratt. Number one. Yes. Was you, when you go to see the 1995, 1994 Jurassic Park, you do want to see what this would be like if it was actually opened and there were guests and stuff. And then if this Jurassic World almost seemed like what the follow up should have been in a way. Yeah. Right. And, And the fact that it did take place like 20 something years later makes perfect sense. And that's but the thing is, and then when it's like, oh, it's. This time the park opened and then turned into chaos. Yes. And I also did not like what they did with the park. It just didn't look, yeah. it didn't look, I, I didn't have that sense of amazement uh, with Jurassic right. World. When I saw Jurassic Park, that amazed me. Right. Just like the way they did it. I mean, there was, I don't know how much CGI was involved in mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, but I don't think it was a lot. Uh, Jurassic yeah. World was nothing but CGI. Right. No, I agree with you there. And, and the other thing too is, I mean, you, you do like daytime you know, like very bright lights, daytime, you know, CGI, it's going to look a lot different than in the dark, even graphics from 1994, where it's like dimly lit. And like, there's like almost like glimpses of the, of the bad monsters. But I will say this, the only thing I did like, I think sort of, it, it had little pieces of what could have been great about it because yeah, having this, it's a world of dinosaurs that you can go see and it's an, and it's an amusement park like Disney world, but people are bored of it. I mean, the, the, the movie essentially starts off with these kids that go there and they're just like, I'd rather be on my phone. This is boring. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Whatever dinosaurs. And you also know that everybody is safe in Jurassic right. park. I felt like anything could happen at any moment. In right. this new one, there was easily the worst character I've ever <laughs> seen on screen. And he just survived everything. The yeah. nerdiest of nerds had no business being anywhere. It wasn't Jake Johnson. And it was not Jake Johnson. Oh. Uh, no major character 
was in any risk of harm yeah. at any point in this movie. And that makes that incredibly boring yeah. for a disaster movie. Well, that's sad. I'm sorry. Uh, I will say I did see, I think coming later this month is uh, your uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie. Oh, Speaking Die of Hard stuff. Reanimated? No. Skyscraper? Uh, skyscraper. Yeah, it's basically yeah. Die Hard. Is that what it is? I mean, he's in a skyscraper saving his family. <laughs> From terrorists. Is that what it is? That's what Die Hard is. Who are the terrorists now in, in movies? It doesn't matter. Are we Germans again? Sure. Russians? Who, yeah. who, are, who are our generic? Honestly, at this point, it should just be Americans. <laughs> just domestic terrorists. Sure. That's where we're at these days. Um, coming out this weekend, uh, we've got Sicario 2, which is Ooh. a horrible title. Cicero. It's not Cicero. That's what I could call it. Sicario to Day of the Solado. They should just call it Solado. Which I will say, again, I still haven't seen the first one. Which I really me. want you to. You should see it. It's it's on my list. I again I've I've seen the the scenes out of it, which are shocking and amazing, and now I want to see the rest of the movie. But I feel like I already saw the best parts. It's the only reason why I haven't like rushed out to go see you it. You should. One of the best surprises of the past uh five or six years is right. Taylor Sheridan's uh trilogy of of Sicario, Heller high water and wind river as okay. a, as a trilogy is just truly fantastic in terms of filmmaking. Yeah. If you haven't seen those three movies, watch them because they're fantastic, especially hell or high water. One of my favorite movies in the past five years. Maybe, we can, maybe we can curl up under the blanket and watch it someday. Okay. If you ever um, want to, I will say though. And, and um, I know since you're a fan, obviously, as you just explained uh, the early reviews out of this sequel, are basically saying all I want to do now is see the, a third one. Yeah, and which, there should be. Which there will probably will be. Which is a rare thing to see from reviews for a sequel. Yeah, of saying I loved it so much I want another one quickly, please now. And it's um, hard. I don't know if Roger Deakins, who's an amazing cinematographer, he did the first one. I don't think he did this uh, second one. But uh, Benicio del Toro and Josh Brolin are still in it. Emily Blunt is not. Right. Um, but she's been quiet now. She's, she's been quiet. Quiet place. Right, quiet place. Uh, she, uh, but the movie's been getting great reviews, and that makes mm. me very happy because, uh, again, Taylor Sheridan has become uh, an amazing voice in filmmaking. And he started out as an actor, wasn't a writer. Acting. Acting. And uh, it's just an amazing thing. Now, if you're in for a slightly more lighter fare, mm. there's Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew? Uncle Drew, if you don't know, I don't know. is based off a commercial uh, that Kyrie Irving does. Kyrie Irving is a basketball player, used to be for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now he's on the Celtics. He oh. dresses up as an old man and schools people <laughs> no, in basketball. On. No, come on. He's like, he's an old man. He's not going to know any moves. And then, <laughs> holy, he's got moves. Is this like that Kevin Spacey cat movie that came out last year? It's, I don't know if it's like, you mean like the one that's been financed by uh, yeah. mysterious French people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what was the what was the one earlier this year? Uh, the one with uh, Job from Arrested oh the dog the dog one yeah. dog police or Chow Chow or something. <laughs> Where are these movies coming from? Uh, France, I told you, France. Uh, Just but, mysterious French millionaires funneling money through a, a, a shell of a movie. See, what's funny is I remember when I was a kid back in my day. Um, you know, you had like Beethoven, you had Dennis the Menace. No, the movie. those were real ones, right? That, but that's what I'm saying. And and but now, if it's a quote unquote kids movie. Just animated. That's all. That's it. Yeah. Or talking dogs. And t or talking dogs. But uh. why? <laughs> but why is it a, a, a basketball player? I mean, they, they it was an incredibly popular commercial where, you know, Kyrie Irving schooled these guys. I think it was either Pepsi or Nike, and they turned it into a movie where uh, I think Nick Kroll is in it. Tiffany Haddish is in it. I'm sure Shaq is in it for some reason, because he always is if basketball is involved. Uh, and they made a full length movie out of it. And Wait. it's coming out this weekend. Are you telling me there is a fully financed by marketing 
product placement movie coming out. Yes, and it's called Uncle Drew. The last good one was Mac and Me. So I'm very, <laughs> very excited about any type of product placement like that. Uh, and if you're into more limited fare, <laughs> limited moving fare. on. I'm just a shell for these movies, but this one actually was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I caught this at Sundance. It's called Leave No Trace. Mm-hmm. It stars Ben Foster. Mm, uh, I know and, him. Yep. An actor. Acting. He's been in things. He was from Flash Forward on Disney when you had to pay for Disney. Okay, he was in other things. He was actually, he was in Hell or High Water, which is, you know, crazy. He was movie. on the Disney Channel when I was a kid. He plays a vet who sort of has a, an issue with PTSD. He lives with his daughter in a national park. Okay. Sort of living on the land, living off the land, sorry. Um, and it's all about their life together and how, uh, minor spoiler, they do get caught. Uh-oh. And it's all about them reacclimating into the real world. Do they have to pay for the park fees? No, they don't pay for park fees. <laughs> they get pa- caught by the park police? They do get caught by the park police. Uh, but it was a fantastic movie. Go check it out if it's playing in a theater near you called Leave No Trace. Mm. I don't want to spoil much more about it, but it's a, a very, very good movie. If you like Into the Wild uh, with Emile Hirsch, the Sean Penn movie, kind of like that, but a little more low-key. 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 A low-key Into the Wild. Does that just mean nothing happens? Is no, that what, stuff uh, happens. <laughs> okay. Trust me. I'll take your word Don't for fight it. me on this. Um, I do remember uh, a great episode of The Office, which will be a great segue, where uh, Michael Scott goes into the woods. <laughs> Survivor Man. Survivor Man. <laughs> um, I've been re-watching the office a lot lately yeah. it is next to my xanax it's it's the thing that keeps me calm yeah i'm with you 100%. um and i've had feelings and i think i've mentioned it on this podcast that once michael scott leaves and then they go into the you know i think once not even once michael scott leaves when andy becomes the boss i felt like it went downhill from That's there season nine yeah um but it brought up a good point, and we've we've we're huge fans of The Office. But I I started going back. I finished that, so I did the run from episode one all the way through Michael Scott leaving, and then as soon as Andy does that like drum roll please, and the, the camera pans up and he's sitting in the office, I said cool bye, and I went back to the <laughs> first episode again. Uh, and then I started trying to figure out like all right, well in that realm because I'm completely dismissing seasons nine and ten. What what is the best season of The Office? Are we going to do that? We want to do this now. Let's do this, this right now. Okay, I don't know if we have enough time. You think this is going to be a large conversation? This is going to take an hour at least. This is my Bible. Okay, this is my everything. So maybe this is a great tease for what people can expect for next week because it's it's a special edition. It's a Fourth of July middle of the week episode of This Week in Pop. Michael Scott Paper Company special episode. Well, I was more going for this. The episode, the show is called This Week in Pop. Yeah, and and. Fireworks gonna be popping off. Ah, oh, so I like this that. This weekend, pop, 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 pop. I love pee, it. Pop. I like it. That best of office. Best of the office. I love it. The best seasons. And in the meantime, um, you can actually tell us yours. You can tweet us. You can Facebook us. You can do all the things on all the social medias. But if you don't give us the right answers, you will be scolded. Right, and we'll block you. Yeah, it's uh, uh, at this weekend pop. Uh, I'm Gotham Tommy on Twitter at Alt Maxwell. Uh, he's at uh, things. Uh, we'll see you next week. We'll talk more about the office and stuff. Bye. <laughs>